When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. What up, Sea of Red? You're listening to Into the Flames, a Calgary Flames fan podcast. Your home for all things Flames and updates around the NHL. With your hosts, Raja Burry and Noah Eppleston. Into the Flames, new episodes every Sunday. Hey guys, so today we're with Flames prospect Parker Bell. How's it going, Parker? I'm good. How are you guys? Good. I guess first and foremost, how are you feeling? Uh, yeah, I've been good. I think uh, I got pretty lucky in terms of the health side of things. So, yeah, on that on that side, I'm good. Um, just trying to get my timing back and stuff like that. But yeah, it's coming along nicely. Before your injury, there you were named uh, the WHL Player of the Month back in December. Uh, what factors led to having such a successful month? Um, I think like obviously playing with good good teammates, good line mates. Um, yeah, I think my confidence was uh, really high during that month. Still is, but um, yeah, I feel like everything just kind of clicked, and our team was doing really well as well. So that always helps. Absolutely, yeah. Being a player in the Western Hockey League and having to balance your priorities, how do you manage your athletic responsibilities and your other outside recreational activities? Uh, I would say. It's almost like at this point in my career, it's almost like a job going to the rink, stuff like that. So you got to balance it a little fun, hanging out with uh, your friends outside of the rink and stuff like that to keep keep some joy into it. Um, obviously, I love coming to the rink every day, but it definitely is it definitely is a grind with uh, the way our schedule sets up and things like that. So, yeah, I feel like just trying to hang out and get together with the guys as much as you can outside of the rink. Awesome. I know Flames fans are excited to see what happens with your development, especially after the month of December that you had. Um, but how do you look at your game right now, and where are you looking to improve the most? Uh, I think my game is uh, just a big, big winger, 200 feet. Um, see the ice really well, good hockey IQ. And uh, looking to improve uh, just coming out of weight transferring and coming out of turns a little bit quicker, I think. I think that's okay. the, the biggest thing for me, yeah. Right on. What was – Day two of draft day, like for you, like, did you have any sort of indication that it would likely be Calgary taking you on day two or? Uh, no, you don't really know. You kind of just watch the TV and hope. Uh, I knew Calgary liked me. Uh, I think they, they talked to me the most throughout the year. But, um, yeah, you don't, you never really know until, until you see your name up there. Right. Growing up in a smaller town like Estevan, uh, what was the emphasis on hockey like and how did it shape you as a player today? Um, well, I, I actually moved to Campbell River when I was 11 on the island there, but when I was younger, yeah, there's outdoor rinks everywhere. Um, it's a pretty small city. I mean, 
I feel like everybody just loved hockey there. Um, started at a really young age. I billeted uh, some Bruins players when I was younger too. So I feel like that okay. kind of moved me into liking playing hockey, I guess. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, do you have any role models that you look up to or that you try to shape your game after? Um, I think my biggest role model is my mom, just how hard she works and things like that. But uh, guys I shape my game after, I mean, really skilled guy would be like Evgeny Malkin, a uh, big guy, skates well, really, really sick hands. Um, maybe a lesser known guy like Jake DeBrusque. Uh, he works hard and right. I like kind of, I kind of play like him. I'm obviously a little bigger, but. <laughs> fair what's the what's the pregame playlist looking like at the moment um who's on ox i don't know it's it's a lot of little baby uh in the dressing room what else yeah i'd say it's a lot of little baby <laughs> like, there's some other things here and there but it's a lot of little baby for sure is that all we had yeah that's all I had written down. We fired through that, like, like that. Yeah, that was quick. Alrighty. Well, thanks for doing this, Parker. Keeping it short yeah. and sweet. <laughs> yeah, no problem, guys. Thanks for having me. So that was Calgary Flames' fifth rounder, Parker Bell. A little short and sweet interview. Yeah, I mean, anytime you can uh, win Player of the Month in the WHL when you're going head to head versus the Bedard Monster, I think that's a <laughs> that's a pretty uh, flexible flexible offense uh that you've got there yeah and uh speaking of flexible the winnipeg jets are uh, taking on the wild today and we suddenly find ourselves four points out albeit the jets have a game in hand so we're praying that minnesota does a solid about just a little short little brief assessment on the last two games yeah i mean the flames have been good, right? Like, I mean, in Dallas, it's it's still a little sketchy with the two goal lead in the third. You end up giving that up to tie game. Lucky enough, I mean, Toffoli, Huberto springs Toffoli on a breakaway in, in the last 10 seconds, and Toffoli's able to bury it. I mean, isn't that a momentum booster, like heading in, heading into the, the game in Minnesota? Even though both games were not perfect, clean, or even really that deciding of hockey games that the Flames should have taken at home. Yeah. But it's <laughs> you come away with four points on a back-to-back road trip. So Jacob Markstrom, he's got that dad fever in him now. Come on. Like you can't tell me that that's not that wasn't a major toll on him because oh my God, last night, hello. Hello. Yeah. I mean last night. This is Boston this is this is the Boston game. Yeah, uh, I'm so happy for the guy. Like, I mean, he has taken the brunt of the entire fan base all season long. So to see him actually succeeding and playing like that number one $6 million goalie that he is, it just, it's the best news the Flames could have. Yeah, like last night, 40 save shutout, 4.31 goals saved above expected. Oh, just can't. Like, there we go. You tell me the hockey gods wanted to do us a solid last night. You're The wild score, we think that's it. It's over. It's offside. Oh, yeah. They're, like, the Flames were already in the dressing room, like, taking gear off, using the bathroom, and they had to come back out to finish the game and, sure enough, pull it off in a shootout. I guess we just have to wait and see what happens. I, I want us to be in the playoffs. Like, I just do. I Yeah. 
as a fan, that's literally all I care about. Even if there's a sliver of hope, which is what they've been giving us as of late, I guess it's not going to mean squat if we don't beat Anaheim and Ottawa this weekend. But still, like, it's somewhat there now. All because of 25. Yeah, it, it, it is. I mean, he wasn't fantastic in Dallas, but he did what he needed to do to get us through that game. And then, yeah, was absolutely amazing in, in Minnesota last night. And, yeah, that offside call, I mean... <laughs> If you're a Minnesota fan, you're probably not going home too happy after that one. But, I mean, you you got three winnable games coming up here, too. I mean, you got Anaheim on Friday. You got Ottawa on Sunday. Who Ottawa's been surging. They're a good team since the deadline. And then you got Arizona on Tuesday, I believe, or Wednesday, something like that. Tuesday, yeah. That's where you can pull six points out real quick and get yourself right back in this race. But... The big thing is with the Flames, as they have been all year, when they face bad teams, they don't play like themselves. So, like I said to you last night, I mean, every team's Boston. You're playing Boston every night from here on out. You can't have an off night. Yeah. No, that's literally that's literally what it is. It's not – there's no – there's no margin for error here. There's no, oh, like, we're just going to take the night off. Like, we're, we're in a comfortable spot. Like, oh, man, we're in Arizona, uh, college rink, oh, who cares? No, you go to Arizona and you dominate. For whatever reason, the universe loves us enough to give us one final little lifeline here. So take advantage of it. One guy I want to shout out to as well is uh, Troy Stetcher. Um, that Saturday night game here in Calgary against Minnesota, I honestly did not like his game at all. I didn't think he was good. Um but those last two nights in Minnesota and Dallas, I thought Stetcher was great. I mean, seeing the ice well, he was doing everything defensively. He's jumping up in the play. He's looking more comfortable, which is a really good sign for this Flames team. I mean, you'd think that the adjustment period would be a little longer than just a game, and I'm glad that it is really just a game. Cross-lane more. Like, more of that, please. When Was was that the first cross-lane feed we've had all year? Hey, like, it, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, it's pretty close, too. Everything is north-south with this Flames team. It's yeah. Oh, the second he, I second he dished that, I was like, I love you. I was like, I love you more than I did when I watched you at the Worlds and you set up Manch with that disgusting <laughs> and then dished it over. Oh, my God. Yeah, no, Troy Stetcher, I – at the end of the day, this is an audition for both Nick Ritchie and Troy Stetcher to earn jobs on this team next year. Yeah, uh, it really is. And – Nick Ritchie, penalty trouble. Uh, yeah, he scored, right? He scored that goal in Dallas, but mm -hmm. did you reduce the penalties, bro? Just a, just a little bit. Because the, the, like, the fact that they were frequent, but they were timely in parts of the game where you're like, no, not now. And the penalties he took are also about 200 feet from your own net, so... Both penalties that I saw Richie take in these last two games were both in the attacking corners. Yeah. Um, just, just what, what even is this season, man? It seems like every recording we're so up and down. This is the most roller coaster. This is, yeah, this is the most roller coaster of a season I think we've ever been on in our lifetimes. Judging back to when we even like could register what the hell was going on, right? We weren't a playoff team. That was the 09 to 2014 little stint where it yeah. was doo-doo right so <laughs> 14 15 right it was a battle we got in right 15 16 we could tell that we weren't going to make the playoffs back in like january right mm -hmm. 16 17 it was a fight right wild card spot 
17, 18, again, like after the stick flip, I was like, yeah, like Gullitson throws a stick in bleachers. And I was like, yeah, okay, that's, that's not, <laughs> I'm like, our playoff hopes just ended. Like just that right there just ended. Um, 18, 19, we knew how that went. 19, 20, we were, you know, in the mix and then COVID shut down the world. So then, you know, we had to play in, made it all that North division year. We knew it was away from us. Yeah. I honestly completely deleted the North division uh, season from my brain. I don't even remember it anymore. Me too. At least I try to. Um, Then 21, 22, we all know how that went. But then this year, this year is just like different. This year they've made, this organization has made us feel everything since July. And it's felt so hopeless at times too, right? Like, I mean, even dating back to the summer, you have you lose two superstars, you bring in Huberto Kadri. It's a whole mix up. And then what was it? The first five games of the year, we went four and one, and everybody's like, Oh yeah, this team is it. Like it's <laughs> and then you're right down in the dumps, and then you're back up and you're down. And that's just the year it's been for the Calgary Flames. I've only been able to win three in a row once this year, and that was in December. If we can do that on Friday, I can't believe I'm saying this, but I'll actually be bought back in after I had already dissociated myself from, you know, from this team hurting my feelings. So, yeah, this is, this is where we're at. Just a constant, we're feeling everything. They're making us yep. feel really everything. Oh, man, those were huge wins. And you absolutely cannot not show up against these bad teams coming up. Ottawa, I'm a little worried about because Ottawa is also in the fight, too. Um and we don't have a great history with the Sens as of late, <laughs> like you know, yeah. extrapolating the last three seasons. But yeah. Um, yeah, looking towards Ottawa there. I mean, like a good team made some good deadline moves, got better, and they've looked better since the deadline. But they're still hurt in goal and struggling with goalies. So like you got to find a way to score against Ottawa on Sunday. It, there's no excuse to not beat Mad Sogard again this time. Like you got to bring your A game. Literally every single game coming up here. You've got 17 left. You've got 17 left. You need to bring your A game on absolutely every single one of them for this whole easy schedule thing, which mm-hmm. is accurate, right? If if you beat the bad teams, it's accurate, right? Mm-hmm. Um and I guess the Jets are about to play the Wild. They're 2-6-2 and two in their last 10 at the time of recording this. So they're kind of throwing us a bone here to get back into the race. So we got to take advantage. That's a little uh, little uh, review from uh, Into the Flames over here on your fine uh, Wednesday evening. It wasn't uh, a planned review, but I mean... Oh, yeah, it definitely was not a planned review. As you can tell, we are rambling. We are absolutely rambling. So I was like, we need to add something to make it an actual episode, right? So... That's what we're doing. We made an actual episode. So, yeah, if uh, you guys liked our content, feel free to like, comment, subscribe. Subscribing is the most important one, and liking is also important, and commenting is also... As a matter of fact, all three of them are equally as important, but just, like, do it, right? So, like, those buttons, click them. Uh, Yeah, and, um, yeah, thanks for for listening. Yeah, thanks for listening, everybody. Go Flames, go. Let's go. (laughs) Back in the race, baby.